Hi, I'm Mark Gottlieb, and welcome to day four now of our seven-day mini-series, An Attorney's Guide to Understanding Business Valuation. In today's session, we're going to talk about normalizing financial statements in business valuation. Valuation by itself is a difficult exercise, and one of the most important parts of the approach is to normalize the financial statements that you're provided. Very often, the appraiser will be looking at five or six years of financial statements. These financial statements and or tax returns have to be looked at carefully to determine if in fact they represent what we would call an appropriate proxy for the exercise. In fine tuning these financial statements, there are several issues that we have to consider. And you see here on the board we've said that the type of adjustments that we have are unusual or non-recurring items, non-operating assets, related party transactions, and accounting norms. Let's talk about each one of these one by one. Unusual and non-recurring items. These items would not necessarily occur if another owner would own the business, or in other circumstances, they would not appear. For instance, damages from natural disasters, litigation costs, insurance proceeds, and gains and losses from sale of assets. We also have to consider non-operating assets. And these non-operating assets commonly include items such as real property, investments, or other types of excess assets, as well as due to or due from monies from related parties. An example of a non-operating asset may be excess inventory, or it may be a piece of real estate, or a plane, or some other type of assets that is on the books of the business, but has no functioning or operating value to the business. Related party transactions are very important, and they're very common when we're valuing closely held businesses. These items often include compensation to family members, rent and other expenses being paid through to related parties, revenues between like-kind companies or between companies that are somehow affiliated, and also loans between companies that are somehow related or affiliated. Accounting norms should be considered. For instance, what is the accounting and tax treatment of certain items? Are there discretionary expenses that are being pushed through the business that should be considered eliminated or modified? You also have to look at industry expectations or results to make sure that those that are considered in the valuation process are appropriate for the industry, business, and the valuation exercise. There you have it, day four of our seven-day mini-series. Today we talked about normalizing the balance sheet and income statement. This is an attorney's guide to understanding business valuation. I'm Mark Gottlieb. We'll see you next time.